0: It's starting to get easy man, but I can't let up I'm stepping on they necks till they get they respect up We pressing on the gas, no way they can catch up The ones that talk down know that they messed up I caught the GS outright, you can't direct us The negative vibes you bring will never stress us Shit coming natural, but it's more work to do You hating as if what I'm doing is hurting you Sometimes it takes the worst to bring the best out they slept at first, they asked they invest now. now home,
1: I'm rocking with- Hey everyone, this is Anthony with Interviews at Everyday People. Um, guest today, really excited for. Um, last, I only got to talk to him before when it was like a collaboration and I was a whole bunch of people there and it was in and out, but we had a really good conversation, so I'm really happy to finally do this one on one. Um, over the phone because of all the what's going on right now with the uh the the uh the coronavirus the covid nineteen or the bud light whatever beer joke you want to make there um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but he was also the uh, uh our intro song for for a minute uh we use live in my life which i I know, I know, I know. We, you know, we disagree when it comes to sports teams. But uh, that song is like a Rocky theme song to me. I know there was a lot of rec- uh, Eagles reference, and I'm a Redskins guy, so I let a little bit of it slide. But it's a good tune. Um, it's very uplifting, positive. You put that on while you're at the gym, and you'll get an extra mile or two out of yourself. Uh, it's 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 a it's a good song, and it, it came it came from a very good album too. So I I do remember the day we met um i kind of knew you were coming so i was like all right i'm gonna wait on the drive to harrisburg i put your album in in, and album on on the the drive up and i got to listen to the entire thing and man it was a it was a good album man i really enjoyed it thank
0: you i appreciate that man that's that's love
1: yeah now um the the I know it's, a, it's a weird thing for me, Rap, rappers and hip hop guys and professional wrestlers are in the same boat to me, you know, it's, 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 I don't know if to call you what, what to call you. I do I go by the, 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 I always go by the shoot <laughs> name or the, the real name or how how do we do this here?
0: That's that's up to you. I mean, I'm I am both of those names, so uh, some people get an you know,
1: Yeah, some people get weirdo when you call them the real name. They're like, no man, just go with go with the stage name. I saw. So yeah, how did how did you come up with Vito depiro First off,
0: well, Vito depiro came from DiPiro came from my mom, who, uh, Florenza, the album is named after, mm-hmm. and her last name was Depiro so I wanted to carry on the legacy. So that's how I got to Piro. And when I, when I first became a property manager, you know, back in the day, I didn't want to tell all these people that were coming to see the properties my real name until I knew that we were going to be renting to them. Because, you know, you get all type of weirdos that are coming in and out of the places. Until you know you're going to do real business with somebody, I didn't think it was necessary to give them my real name. So... Uh, Vito be, was who I was and <laughs> when social networks hit after that I had my name in place it was a full you know uh alias was already in place
1: I like that now obviously with that Vito apparently very very italian is, is what what do we what are we, what oh, are we looking yeah. are are you full We're italian
0: no, I think I think we touched on this before. We, yeah. yeah, I think we got something in common there because we're both uh, Italian and Irish.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a that's so a bombshell right there. It's a, it's right a hell there. of a combo. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: we're great drinkers.
0: <laughs> yeah, good partiers. You know, a little bit fiery attitudes. You know, there's different takes. You can ask different people about mm-hmm. what they'll say about the people they know that are Italian and Irish. I'd be <laughs> interested in hearing.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we—it's impossible for us to sugarcoat stuff. We don't. <laughs> sometimes I know for me anyway. My 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 uh my honesty gets me in a lot of trouble. Like, yo, tell me the truth. And I'm oh like, are, are you sure? Are you really sure? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I'm with you there. I'm with you. <laughs>
1: now, how long have you been, uh, you know, in in the music scene?
0: Well, I've been in the scene for a lot longer than I've been rapping. I. I started managing artists probably about uh, maybe roughly 10 or 11 years ago. And then, you know, that ended up taking me to Los Angeles to live for a few years. And then about rough, almost going on four years ago from today, I moved back and started making my own music at that point. So I guess I've been in maybe 12 to 15 years. Wow. Wow. You know, as far as involved with music in some way, yeah, I that
1: that does uh, it does say a lot to your your craft too because you are very, I, I want to say polished. Um, your your style is definitely something you could you could definitely say you've been around the block a little bit, is, is it, um, and that's that's not a knock to other people that come up when it comes to music, but you can definitely tell a lot of those growing pains are kind of out are not out. Fully, but I mean, they're not there right there because it, I guess you, you've you been involved in the scene a little bit. So you kind of l- learned a little bit of the trade before you went in and start doing it yourself.
0: Definitely, definitely was blessed to get that experience before I even knew I was going to get the urge to want to create my own art one day. You know, I was fully a manager and just taking in all aspects of the business from the manager standpoint. And I learned so much. So it, it, it helped me tremendously when i came into the game as an artist for sure
1: yeah and uh one of the things i do like a lot a lot a lot about that album uh is is there's a story to it i i do like i'm 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 very critical when it comes to to hip-hop and rap right now because i mean honestly i can get by when people are I guess you could say joke rapping. I do like when there's some fun to your music, and there is some fun to music. Um, but I also do like when there's when there's some substance to it too, when you actually got t- something to talk about. Um, and and when when for me anyway, when it can become relatable. And I think a lot of your songs can be relatable um, on different spectrums because I think um, one of the hurdles that you that uh and this is just me speaking this is not coming from you if you if you could relate or you you agree yes or no but um one of the challenges i can True. definitely see you you overcoming is is being an, an, an italian irish white rapper you know um and a lot of people probably in the area probably say some shit behind the back and oh this guy here and, and i know we talked a little bit about it you know oh, to sure. e- each other how people are like oh he's oh i don't i never even heard of the term before until i was I was told that night like, like, culture culture vulture it's so stupid. So dumb. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but, but here's the thing, like people, people sit back and look at somebody and they're like, Oh, you don't know struggle. Cause you haven't been in this situation or that situation. Everyone struggles. Re- you can be rich. You can have money. You could be wealthy. Right, yeah. You can come from a good background and still have a struggle. And I feel like your struggles go through in a different aspect. You're not out there rapping about the same thing. Every other people are rapping about and your struggles are different. And I think you're very upfront with that. And I think it, it comes through in your music
0: yeah definitely i appreciate you noticing that um it's definitely giving me a chip on my shoulder you know the whole like white white rapper thing mm-hmm. and um you know it's tough i want to address it a lot of times more in my music but then you know i'm directed by the people close to me like nah chill out you might not want to say that And I get it, you know, it can be touchy. But for the people that know me and know, like, you know, my history, my background, you know, I'm part of the culture. So Mm -hmm. it's never really been in question. And that's why when I hear those things, it hits me, it touches a certain part of me. But at the same time, everybody that I respect, that knows me, respects me for who I am, that means the most
1: yeah I, I know some of the some of the you, you touch a lot on your family and and uh and your brother a lot in the album and and stuff like that and i mean i have i have a little brother that me and him are 11 years apart and when you you could hear your pain and your struggles go through with a lot of that in, in your music and i i i've never personally related but i i couldn't even imagine because like my, my little bro like i raised my little brothers like He's not even like a brother to me. It's like a kid. You know what I mean? I never had a, I, I never had a seat of my own, and, and trust me, I don't want to because of me, a little brother being eleven years younger than me. I think I've already experienced it. Um, but that 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 raw emotion that you speak of when it comes to a lot of your struggles going through the music, it's it's uh, it's it's. I don't want to say it's good, but it just it makes for it makes for good music, man. It, it's it there's something to it. It's not just it's not your typical cookie cutter music where a lot of people in, in, in hip hop and rap are like, I have to hit A, B, C and D to be a hip hop or rap song. And I, I feel like you take your own little path and and it's it, it works. And I, I think people who appreciate music will like it. But I think some people who are just looking for a certain thing in hip hop, it may not be for which I think is kind of it's kind of pointless to me.
0: Yeah, man i I don't feel like I've ever adapted to try to like make a hit. Yeah, I've just uh, just created from what I'm feeling, what that beat makes me feel, and uh, that therapy alone is worth it to me. Mm Hmm. I I don't know. So it's like. yeah, if people can relate to it, that's all the that's that's what I'm going for. You know?
1: Yeah, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm I I enjoy a little. I like I enjoy everything you got going on because it's not just the music aspect, but when you do make your music videos and you do, you know, I, I follow you on social media. I think your social media game is on point because I think I think you let people in and, and see a lot of cool things about you and uh, and I, I think you're just your overall circle Thank of people you me. have around you is is very is very cool man I, I you know m- when you when you make your videos you, you bring in the people close to you you bring in your family your, your girl your friends and it's just it just seems like like as an outsider looking in it's like man like you want a circle like that you know what I mean it, it seems like it's all love it's all positive it's all just people motivating each other to do better things and and I think I think what you got going on is a real real good thing and I think uh, the sky's the limit in anything you want to do just because of the circle you have yourself around it
0: man thank you uh, yeah you know that's all i could do is try try to have good people around me and uh, try to spread a positive message and keep positive energy around you know
1: yeah now that that's last the album came out, out came out about oh, let's see i i've been doing the podcast now for about 2 years so it's coming up on probably like the, the, the 2 year mark this last album right
0: um actually it's uh it was released February 22nd of 2019 so um hmm so I guess we're we're about like maybe a year and some change yeah maybe a year four or five months I I, you know something like that Mm -hmm. approaching a year and a half maybe
1: yeah so what have you been doing now since that album do you have are you are you already on the grindstone for the next one or what what's the what's the plans
0: yeah i've been i've been working i i probably got about 35 songs done that are new unreleased um i'm gonna probably pick maybe 12 or 13 for the next album and you know i'm always creating so i might be even making a couple new songs that might make the next album but i also have a project with an artist named ridicule that uh it's going to be a, a seven or eight song project, collaborate, collaborative project. And we've been pretty much putting that together through this quarantine. Nice. So we're hoping to drop that, you know, in the next couple of weeks to a month. And yeah, I'm really proud of that work right there. I'm looking forward to sharing that one and the next album with, with the people that have been following.
1: Now, that's a that's a th- another thing I wanted to ask you about. Um one of the things uh, with my little brother, I guess we have two different styles of cultures and music and music taste. Um, one of the things he, we, he always talks about when we, we talk about a new album, he goes, well, this album, I think, was the best one. And then I was like, well, listen, here's what I thought was in my take. Th- this this album is really good. Um, and we have polar opposites when it comes to different people we're, we're into. But one of the things I guess like this newer generation, they talk about and it kind of it's kind of like they, they look at it as like it's not a, a badge of. Uh, not a badge of honor, but like it kind of ruins the, the 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 music as if you have too many features on your album. I don't understand that at all. like I like when other people work together because like some of my favorite songs are collaborations because when you oh, yeah. when you work together with somebody it's it makes you get to a different level. It makes you improve yourself. it makes you get better, especially if the person yeah. you're working with's an animal.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that's what I try to do when I work with guys like ridicule guys like Fetro um these cats can really spit yeah so in the in the in the you know effort of becoming better at my craft i only want to rap with the spitters
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know i i don't mind getting on a track with somebody who i know can flat out just out rap me on the track i actually i actually want that
1: Mm -hmm. now there's a there's a song i'm not
0: gonna get any i'm not gonna get better without doing that so that's kind of why i like i embrace those opportunities with some of the best rappers locally that i can find that we can vibe with and have a good energy you know what i mean if, it, if the energy's right then boom we make the collab and that's how it comes together for me but i hear what you're saying about they've been dissing people like on these battles online with uh, uh people keep calling me i'm trying to deny these calls <laughs> i don't know if that was interrupted but that's the right. uh the, On the battles online, they've been dissing like the artists that are like, "Oh, well, that doesn't get a win because he's playing a track that's a collab." And I've been seeing all all of that as well with the collabs. But for me personally, I if it's an album that's a solo album, I'll probably have maybe three or four collabs on it. I think that's a good amount of features for an album. Mm -hmm. But this will be my first collab project where all we're collabing, we're both of us. Excuse me, ridicule and I are both going back and forth on the whole entire project, and I think it makes for a dope contrast for the listener.
1: Actually, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not 100 percent sure who, who ridicule is, I, I, so I do apologize to him and and stuff. But I, there oh, is a, oh, no yeah, there is a song. Have you um, heard
0: the song "Ready, Set, Go"?
1: That, I was just gonna say, was that him on "Ready, Set, Go"? Because that his that guy that in that him. verse was f- fantastic, bro. That's ridicule, bro. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that that yeah, video is
1: that, that that funny, the too. Video.
0: Thanks, man. We, we <laughs> spent some time putting that together. Shout out to the Beastie Boys Sabotage video. That was a yep. <laughs> lot of inspiration for that video. And um, another video that you can look up to give you a little taste of what me and Ridicule do is, is called Fell Off. Uh, Vito the peril feature and Ridicule. And it's a lot of bar work on that thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, where's where's ridicule out of? Is he is he a Harrisburg guy or where's he from?
0: Yeah, ridicule. I met ridicule when I was running open mic nights at H a couple of years ago, and he got up and just was flaming it, and that was when I had just you know decided I was going to write my own bars and make my own songs. Yeah. So I was always a sponge to, you know, how I could get better. So when I would see people like that, I'd be like, yo, i will be drawn to it. So we ended up, over time, just linking. I started inviting him to do sets on my shows at, in Lancaster. And I had him on stage at Club XL when I opened up for DJ Envy with me. You know, just try to share the love with people that are dope.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. That that's how that... we ended up doing songs together. That Harrisburg scene is insane. There's so much talent there. The, the only thing I, I would say, and it, like I said, this is not a diss or a beef or anything like that, but there's so many people out there that are just focused on the wrong things and focused on just, I would say, petty stuff. Um, instead of just, oh, yes. instead <laughs> of just working together or just getting it up, trying to get yourself over it, just, they, they focus on just nonsense. Like they're arguing yeah. over a venue and I'm like, you're lucky you even have those venues. Like where I'm from here, there's no place for artists or musicians to do music. And you, and Harrisburg has four or five amazing locations where and and not to kind of right. to bash on hip hop, but like imagine being in a band. Like you 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 literally roll roll up with your what your an mp3 player or a track and you hand it to a dj and they play it and then you just all you need is a microphone where you know i mean imagine we have to show up with a drum set and four guys and a, and a guitar bass amps headers uh and, you know i mean like and and there's nowhere for people like that to perform but you guys have it yeah. in your area and they have yeah. their own sound system like some venues in our area don't even have sound you have to bring all your own sound and your own mm-hmm. lights and your own everything and and just I don't think they realize how good they have it in that city with different venues like HMAC and and the Capitol and all those different well, places.
0: That kind of gets back to that culture culture question you asked me earlier. Because yeah. before before I moved back from Cali, it wasn't hip hop popping like that in the city, and it was rarely hip hop shows. It was a few here and there you might hear of somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I was the first one I started having hip-hop shows at H-MAC. And then I started having hip-hop open mic nights at H-MAC. And then Craig took it over and started doing his mashups and started killing it with that. Yeah. And that kind of energized the city. And different venues started opening their doors to hip-hop after that. So, so like, when they say that culture vulture shit, is like, it's like, yo, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Like.
1: Just, just because, just because you were the first one to step yeah, up, like, put your neck out, and get and get the cult, the culture started. How is he vulturing off the culture it, that wasn't even there? That's
0: that's why it's like it's hard to trip off that when they say that. Yeah. But it's like if you don't, I guess if you don't know, then you don't know. If you mm-hmm. weren't a part of the scene, if you weren't in de- embedded into the culture like I was, then maybe you just don't know.
1: Yeah, and you always have those people too who who maybe who are talented or maybe are have something going on but sometimes the people who have the most talent and but they, they sit back and think that someone should just come to them and and, and they, they should just be found and they don't oh, have to put yeah, that work definitely. in and I think a lot of those people who mostly are the ones who talk are the ones who who, who live that type of life but uh, no you can be extremely talented but you still got to go out and sell yourself you still got to go out and put that work in and you still got to go out and 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 do do what it takes to get it done and sometimes people sit back and see another person go do it and they're like well that's bullshit he he sucks why is he doing it when when it should be me well get up off your couch and go do it then
0: yeah and most of what's gotten me to like you said it seems like it's a little more like established of a thing Mm -hmm. has been that aspect it hasn't been the the talent level
1: yeah your work ethic is huge
0: so the other side, the rapping, that's why I continuously try to get better. How do I get better? Mm-hmm. You know, who do I work with is called step my shit up. Yeah. You know, shit like that. How much I gotta work harder because I feel I have room to
1: keep getting better. Yeah. Now when you uh when you make like who do who like when you do you do your own beats, do you do anything else or like when it comes to like music, the music end of it or do Oh uh, you...
0: no, I gotta I gotta shout out uh uh, my boy A.J. Burgos, he goes by A Tita. He produces a lot of my beats. And my uh, engineer, Shane Garland, over at Hunger Before Greed uh, Productions, he, uh, he originally was just my engineer and made everything sound good and clean and professional. Mm-hmm. And recently, uh, I think with the start, uh, the start was Ready, Set, Go. He made the beat for Ready, Set, Go. That was the first song and then after that he's been making he's behind this whole ridicule and veto project that we're gonna be releasing soon. Shane produced everything on that project. And um those two guys are oh, I gotta shout Dennis Ag- Agony Jenkins as well. He's he's made a couple beats for me as well, and he's he's dope. He's he's like Grammy nominated type of dope. Yeah. Just a local guy from Hittsburg that He uh, produced for Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande on a couple of projects. And I just was blessed to know him from high school. So he ended up showing me some love. And he made the living my life beat. Oh, yeah? Agony made the living my life beat. Yep.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, that that song was crazy. I used to love when people come down uh, with my new board, like – you seen my old setup, the garbage one, and then you kind of seen. A, I don't know if you have seen the new one yet, but I got a whole new setup, new microphones, doing everything. But the board, I have these little uh, touch pads, and I can program like the intro, outro music. So what I used to do is I'm like, hey, put your like, it's gonna be a little loud, but I used to play like if when I go somewhere and I have my intro music, I'd have it queued up, and then I, I would add it straight to the recording and not do it in post. And people are like, yeah, why don't you just do that in post? I'm like, because I want you to hear the intro music because it, it would spark so many conversations where somebody would say down hear it and we'd start and be like yo that music was good who is it and then would right off the bat I'd be like oh well that go check out our intro music by this person so it was uh it was really fun that's but a, a lot of people really really enjoyed it um especially especially eagle fans they they, they ate it up i'm telling yeah. you
0: well, <laughs> well you were, you were off with that like in that song because that's my number one stream song all time right there so yeah you know i'm always i'm always chasing that one when i'm making a track like hmm, how can i get something that pops more than that but at the same time like i told you earlier i just kind of go with what the beat tells me so that beat was just you know sounded like a radio track mm-hmm. so i felt like you know it just created what it did
1: yeah no it's 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 definitely it it hits all the right points i think it's it's positive it's real great beat and uh, like i said it's motivating it, it's it's it, it it could be used in a Rocky movie. I'm just I'm being serious. Like it could be uh, it could be a new version of like Creed. You know what I mean? Like just where it just like kind <laughs> of like that new school music. And, I appreciate that, and it, bro. It, it gets you fired up. Um, yeah. But the uh, now, what have you been doing with yourself with this with the since this whole virus thing came out? I see you. You're ch- you're making challenges where people send some beats to you, and you're trying to do some. You, you do some uh, some freestyles over the beats.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been doing that just to try keep sharpening up the tools. I'm and, very disappointed
1: um, you didn't know what Paul Revere was by the Beastie Boys, by the way. <laughs> man, I'm disappointed
0: as well. <laughs> I am as well. You know, I, when i growing up, I remember, you know, Sabotage, of course, you know, License to Ill, just overall, you know, I, I, I was dabbling in and out of that. But uh, the Paul Revere, when you commented that, I was like, oh, my God. And I actually have, like, a few bars started to that. Nice. I was going through the beats that people were commenting for me to rap to, and a couple of them were catching me, and I was able to just flow through and write something fairly quickly. That Paul Revere, I gotta sit down with that thing.
1: Yeah, that's a great song. That's my favorite. That that's probably awesome. my favorite. And that that beat has been sampled and used in so. I think Missy Elliott used it one time, um, in her one video. Um, it was like a like she didn't use it for the full beat. It was like a breakdown part where she likes the beat switched. I kind of remember that. that. Yeah,
0: I kind of remember that. That that shit is mean. That it's just the sound is right up my alleyway of yeah. the type of stuff I like to write to.
1: And it's a cool story so, yeah, too. I it's did... like a wild west story. <laughs> it's like such a weird song, yeah. but I love it.
0: Well, you know what I I have to do. And man, forgive me for this, but I didn't even hear the song yet i only I, heard the instrumental
1: you should go back and listen to the song it, so pretty much it's all three beastie boys and it starts off as the one bc boy is on the run from the law it's a whole it's a it's a wild west style red dead redemption style like song so the the, uh, the one bc boy is on the run from the law and he's in the middle of the desert and he's dehydrated and he all he wants is a beer and he comes across another bc boy who has a beer and they get a a, a duel like they're like guns pointed at each other's face. And the one guy's trying to say, I want to go do something. Like, I need to do, I need to get this done. And if you help me do this, I'll give you beer. So then they go to this saloon to rob it. And while they're at the saloon, um, Another the other BC Boy members there, and he's already sticking the place up, so they all stick it up together. (laughs) It's a it's a it's a really really good song. You have to definitely go check it out. I gotta
0: check that. Yeah, Yeah, I gotta check that.
1: And then the other uh, the other beat I gave you was Renegade Eminem and Jay Z, which one of um, one one of my favorite beats of all time. I started writing
0: to that too. Yeah. And I feel like I I can't I gotta come with some crazy bars to give that pay that some proper respects. Yeah. But that's in my notes. Like I could scroll to the notes. And that's in the notes and the Paul Revere beat <laughs> notes as well. Yeah. But with the beats, like the ones that I didn't know off top, I, w- I wanted to listen to the beats without listening to how the person attacked it oh, because yeah. I just kind of wanted to come off how I came off on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the reason behind it. But I'm going to go check that Beastie
1: ones out and see what they did. I love the Beastie Boys. Um, who are Who are some of your um, music influences growing up? Or even now.
0: Uh, definitely Jay Z. Uh, Biggie. Biggie was like the first rap song I knew all the lyrics to. It was uh, you know, I love it when you call me Big Papa. That's that song. <laughs> that was the first song I had the tape. I had the single. You remember the single cassette tapes?
1: Yep. My first Biggie like song. Like My my first two Biggie songs I learned the words to that I was obsessed with was uh was Give Me the Loot and Suicidal Thoughts. Ooh, they're my two Ooh. favorite. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay, but yeah, uh, definitely Eminem, Fab, uh, Jada Kiss, Joe Budden, uh, you know the whole locks. Um, who else? Uh, Matt Miller, shout out to Matt.
1: You know what's awesome about the like yeah, the man. two the early two thousands rap like the Eminem, Jay Z, Fabulous. Even you can put jaw Rule. I know a lot of those rappers kind of get clowned on now in today's times like oh man you you, you go back and listen to that and I, I i'm like listen here's the difference at least between that generation of rap and today's rap if you put on a song by one of those artists you you can tell right off the bat they all have their own style no one no one at that point in yes. time was trying to be somebody else like that yeah, section facts. of rap everyone yeah. had their own thing and if When someone came in on a track it was the one thing like I can listen to a track now or I can listen to a rapper now And they all just blend together because they're all trying to be the same person. It seems like to me in today's in today's rap from you I know, agree. Yeah
0: No, yeah, I agree. You can't you can't tell exactly who it is and back then you knew if it was Jay-Z coming on you knew if it was You know Jada Kiss you knew Fab like it wasn't like hmm who could this be which little is this or you know,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. which colored
0: hair <laughs> rapper is this? Or, yep. you know what I mean. Now, I mean, I ain't knocking it. That's what the kids love. It's just uh, you know, it's just not up my my alley. They push
1: their look more than they push their their craft.
0: Yeah, they push the just whatever's going to drive the popularity more than the content mm-hmm. that the the art possesses.
1: I just couldn't believe like m&m's new album and so many people like the newer generation was like that shit was whack and i went and listened, and i was like what are you on are you crazy no he was killing shit on that he <laughs> was, was
0: killing shit that whole album
1: i was like i give yeah, up i give up be- with this generation the
0: one before it there was one that i did think was kind of weak with maybe two or three albums ago with relapse what i'm talking about yes one of the, one of those before Kam before kamikaze yeah it was before kamikaze i was like mm. i was like man i was disappointed in m for like the first time yeah but then the next two that he dropped was just like okay this is the m i, I like to listen to mm-hmm. but they hate on M. that's another thing with the white with the you know with the race stuff like you got to be honest that stuff that you see where they hate on m mm-hmm. if you know what i mean if if someone of a different race had those same accolades they would be hands down the king, like no questions. Well, even
1: if well, the, you can go you can go to the next step and even say like it, it come in and in, in, in rap culture too. It I think it's rap and comedy are, are the two cultures where people have your back. But as soon as you hit a certain level of fame, no matter how good or popular you are, it's just, it becomes not cool to be a fan of yours anymore. And it, it's a weird culture thing with 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 hip hop. I
0: said I said that on a on a recent rhyme that I wrote. I said um,
1: they. They love you when you
0: down, but hate you when you're up.
1: Yeah, like, like pe- people say Jay Z's garbage. I'm like, how? Like every rapper raps about money and 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 owning and getting everything. Jay Z won. He owns like he he's a part owner of the Yankees. He owns a yeah, basketball yeah, yeah.
0: team. Like <laughs> the dude is worth well, more that's than. That's <laughs> what's wrong with it. That's what's wrong with like that's the bigger picture of like society and what's yeah. messed up with it. Because it's like the more the more hood shit you glorify. The more dumb shit you glorify that looks cool to the youth, mm-hmm. they they keep putting that person on the pedestal. And it's, you know, overall, it's just not healthy for for people to see that. And it's what continues to happen. I, you know, I I don't know how to stop it. I don't know why that mentality is in place that once per people reach success, then it becomes time to hate on them and act like that's not the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, I'll never understand. I'll never understand that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a Jay Z fan just because I like his growth and I like his. He went from a drug dealer to to a mogul. You know what I mean? Like, what what more do you did you want him to stay a drug dealer so his street cred stays cool? I I don't I don't get yeah, that at all. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. They
0: wanted him to stay a drug dealer and sh- and get shot and get killed or get locked up, and that yeah, that's what they wanted apparently.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I would have I would have much rather to this day I'd still much rather have Tupac and Biggie alive than dead. You know, what I mean that, that that Biggie put what two two three albums out, three that he actually recorded, and then obviously like just people take his tracks and and put nah. his verses on stuff. Imagine that dude was still around today, he'd be a treasure.
0: But I think that's what slows. I think like back to like my music. I think that's what slows my growth, uh, my ability to grow faster because I don't really talk talk that gangster shit like i've been through some real shit in my life and mm-hmm. the people that know me when i'm touching on it in the music i'll say i'll say something that's like very subtle but they'll get it
1: yeah. and
0: you know that's really as far as i'll go with it i don't talk much gangster shit like that
1: uh, uh, people probably, love that you probably don't have to, and you don't have to because why everybody else is doing it you don't need to jump on that train
0: I, I know but i mean i f- i feel as though because of the authenticity that the music possesses it has slowed my ability to grow faster mm-hmm. but i'm willing to make that trade off because i can stand on my work yeah and i know? think
1: i think that so, i think it comes even i have this struggle too where if i did a podcast and i did podcasts like other everybody else where we talked about just know, like not i mean i talk about some wild ass shit sometimes but w- where i'm just looking for clickbaits and i'm looking for like pulling the one thing we talked about and clipping it and put it on the internet and just getting a rapper on and having him beef about another rapper and having him spill his guts and making fun of somebody or starting like, Oh, they I'm, would
0: love that. In exactly. Harrisburg. If My, I shouted out rappers names and started dissing yeah, them right now,
1: I would have this you posted it. Yeah. It would
0: get the most hits. It would be viral in Harrisburg. But I'm not trying to do it that.
1: I, I don't need that negativity I, and I don't want that. That's not what I'm trying to build a, a, a platform around.
0: No, but I'm just telling you I'm just letting you know that yeah. I understand where you're mm-hmm. coming from 100%. with basically the click the clickbait tactic yep. that people that people use. I'd rather have an authentic combo and it doesn't have to have people can enjoy it that enjoy authenticity.
1: Yeah. And I think people who, who stick around and, and they all they, they become your loyalist are going to be more people that you can uh you can vibe with and they're going to be more reliable because here's the thing with 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 rap too and i always try to tell people um yeah sure it is one of the most top selling and most top played and top listened to genres out right now which is kind of even crazy to think about but the problem is is um the people who you're probably trying to sell it most to and the people who are you're you're rapping to, to to appease are not the ones buying your albums if you want to rap your gangster shit and you want to rap your i tote guns and and and, and uh and, and shoot at people and do drugs and do this the people who are who are yeah. you're rapping that to are not putting are not coming out of pocket to your shows they're not coming out of pocket to buy your albums they're not coming out of pocket to buy your merchandise so right. so who at the end of the day who are you really putting your, your 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 uh your music out to now you'll go out and you'll make your money because the, the people who are supporting your music and putting the money out will will get you where you need to go. But when you try to go back to your neighborhood, that you're trying to appease those people, all they're going to do is be like, "Oh, look at you, you got money now." And then they're going to be the first ones to stick you up, rob you, and probably you're going to be that. that then you'll be the next guy dead, and your your albums will sell even yeah. more. Now you know what I mean. It's just like a weird double edged sword yeah. in that in that uh in that music culture. You know,
0: I just I would rather years down the road look back and you know, be able to be proud of the things I was saying
1: and stay true to yourself. Yeah. I
0: don't don't need, yeah, I don't, I don't need to do that. I don't need to take that angle. Even though I know, even though it's enticing at times to, you know, touch on certain things that, you know, I could touch on and it wouldn't really be in question and stuff like that. I just, you know, I'm, my other thing that is a big part of my life is blessed and appreciative which is the nonprofit organization I run that gives back to the community. And I always keep that in the back of my mind as I'm making my music. Mm -hmm. I want the pot. I want the positivity to shine through more than anything else.
1: Yeah. Now, what all, where does your, does nonprofit, like what are some local charities or some charities you've, you've helped out so far?
0: Oh, we, um, We've gone to Bethesda Mission nine years in a row on Christmas morning mm-hmm. and gave all the men there, uh, whether it was uh, hoodies, sweatshirts. Every year we brought uh, winter hats and winter gloves to so all, me- all the men staying there. Some, some years it was 70 men. Some years it was 120 men. And this was on Christmas morning, 9 a.m., um, the past nine years in a row. We've worked with the Shalom House, which is like a women and children's shelter, We've provided Christmases for the Delta community shelter we've um, we've did a bowling event that raised eight thousand dollars to get a wheelchair lift for a girl that suffered from um, MS mm-hmm. and in order to make her life and her family's life easier they needed some type of uh, piece of equipment that lifted her wheelchair into the van mmm and um we were able to help them get a van with that wheelchair lift attached to it, um, it we've done we've done a number of different causes we work with uh, hero in the fight which is ran by a friend of mine named Daniel Albert which assists people that are recovering from opioid addiction yeah and we help we help the uh, they have a house that they work with called uh, the Rays house. And we have an account that we keep money in at the raise house where different miscellaneous needs that the people in recovery that are in their stand in the raise house need will pay for, whether it be bed sheets or toiletries or, you know, they need a cavity fixed.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so, yeah, we're, we're we're an organization that helps with an array of different needs or um, um different i guess you could say impactful causes
1: yeah the, uh, and they're all fantastic causes man i know uh, that was I, I i did a local um, music event out here and uh it didn't go to charity or profit, non profit, or anything like that. But then the next one, they're like, yo, you, you did really well on that. You should throw another one. And I was like, sure. Um, the next one I'm doing is for Toys for Tots. Like, I, I said, if I ever do anything to help promote yeah. or. Because I, 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 get, I get the promoter side of things, but I, I will never be a successful promoter because I. I don't look to make money at all. I get weird asking or trying to raise money for myself. Like it's just, it's just something I'm not very good at doing. No, I
0: hate I hate doing that. Yeah, I hate doing that. I'm terrible too. at it. Like, I was never good at, I was never good at that. Even with the fundraisers and trying to sell like hoagies for baseball as a kid, I just hated doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, that's why coming up in the game and, and rapping, I never did any like, uh, ticket sale type of type of gigs because Mm -hmm. I hated doing it I just hate it you know I want to give credit at this time for any rapper that hears this that does those and has the ability to go out and get their ticket sales and stuff like that up front because that's not my one of my strong suits but I I like being able to just put a product out there and the people that, that love it that take to it they take to it and we run from there I don't wanna have to like force feed nothing.
1: Yeah, I have a merch page and I have I, I get uncomfortable pushing it. <laughs> like, hey, you wanna buy a t shirt? Like, oh I just get well, like Well that's a different story. I get that's weird a different story. I, I suck at it. <laughs> you gotta
0: promote that shit. You gotta yeah. promote that shit because the more times people see it, you know, the more likely you're gonna get a click and a purchase on that. So yeah. that's just that's a different talk. Like that's like a marketing talk we're getting into with that, but
1: I suck at you it. You have to push that. <laughs> I'm terrible.
0: You have to push that. You can't be ashamed to do that, bro. Just if if you if you feel like you're bothering people, then keep it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, here's a quick question for you. Have you ever heard of the um uh the app or program called um Bandcamp?
0: Yeah, I heard of it. I I heard more of it. Back in the day, then as a recent, but I'm familiar with what you're, what you're talking about.
1: You should definitely look on getting your music on there. So what Bandcamp and, and and this is something that I think every musician. This is something I just recently discovered from from a lot of different bands and stuff. So what Bandcamp is, it's like Spotify, um, but it's all people who are upcoming or not quite signed yet are just looking for you know a way to. Put their music out there. So obviously, it is good to have your stuff on Spotify. But if you look at Spotify, and I click your 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 song and I play it, you're getting almost next to nothing for your play. Um, where Bandcamp. I don't know what it takes to go on there. If there's a fee, so maybe I'm promoting this in the wrong way. I'm just telling you what I've heard of it. But if you go on there, there's every genre of music on Bandcamp. So you go like, so I go to my buddy's page on Bandcamp and his bands on there. I can listen to all his music for free. There's no, there's no paywall. There's no pay restriction. But I can pay per song, um, if I want to buy one song. I or I can go and buy his album. Now you can set your album price sure. to be ten bucks five bucks are you considered to be like whatever i wonder
0: if i'm on there yeah how do i know if i'm on there not already
1: um i think you have to go through and do it separately it doesn't like if you i think if you do one of those distribution things it might not pop up that way
0: okay because i I have my distribution deal through united masters and uh supposedly it's supposed to be every single available platform but uh I have to follow up on this band camp to see.
1: Yeah, so like um, I know my buddy's thing; he's on there. But if you're if you go on there and click his thing, his his pretty much says, you know, my album is pay what you think it is. So, it's, and I think it, it, it's one of those things where if someone turns around and says, yo, he's literally giving me his album for a dollar if I put a dollar in, and then you go back and listen to it, you're like, you know what? I like it. it just it just seems more accessible for people, like genuine cool. people, to give you what you think you are like. You know what I mean? Not what you what you're worth, but like I you can what set your price. That that's what I, would, I that was the only thing you would have given. to look up that yeah, but I know a lot of musicians have been um, doing that now to uh, because they can't really go out and and you can you can link merch pages to it um, you can do a lot of cool different things with it. I was like I'm kind of jealous because I wish I wish podcasts <laughs> had a platform like that. <laughs> I was like good for you guys. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm sure there I'm sure there is though. I'm sure uh, there is. Something I haven't out there I haven't found one yet.
1: Yeah. But yeah, definitely you, check uh, out that Bandcamp thing. You've
0: been out there staying on it since I met you. You you've been consistent with the podcast thing, bro. I gotta yeah. commend you for that. I'm trying. <laughs> I've seen a lot come and go. I've seen a lot of people with the podcast idea that uh, you know it just really didn't last. You know, mm-hmm. I, it just this period just didn't last. So you've been staying on the grind with your different channels and and I salute that because the hardest times are when you feel like people don't care. People ain't listening. That's, how do you keep that's going? That's where I'm at during, right at, the, you at, you at this going? point.
1: Yeah, this is, that, that's where I'm at right now because my my episodes get plays. I get a lot of good plays. I get a lot of good uh, listens. Like The number count is probably right where I should be for my type of content and stuff. Um, it does hurt when okay. I have a guest on and they don't really promote it. That kind of sucks where you know you sit down and you have a, a great conversation with somebody and then they turn around and they just – on their end, they just don't oh, do. Oh yeah, it. I'm gonna yeah. promote this. I oh, I, I definitely know you. I definitely know you will. Yeah, but you're actually episode number. So I do five different podcasts because I'm I'm a psychopath. But for the one you're on now, interviews with everyday people, you're actually <laughs> ep, you're gonna be episode number seventy six. <laughs> so I'm closing in a hundred episodes. That's dope. Yeah,
0: 76 is baby.
1: Yep. Oh yeah, 76ers. 76ers. I, didn't, I didn't even think of that. That's all. Yeah. I'm actually gonna snag that picture of you rocking the 76ers jersey or 76ers shirt and use that as the the episode. Yeah, title. that's the uh, <laughs>
0: that's the 1980 championship warm up jersey. Yeah, right there that you're talking about. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: Yeah, um, and and then I do the uh, the not cool in high school where we talk about like video games, comic books, movies, television stuff like pop, like pop culture nerdy stuff. And then I do one about all pro wrestling because I'm a huge pro wrestling nerd. And then uh, I do one that's uh, like beers, so, like we review craft beers and we go to different breweries in the area. Yeah, I
0: saw that the banging beers. I yeah. think I follow. I follow that one. I'm pretty sure I follow that one on Insta Is that on Instagram?
1: That's everywhere. Yeah, we actually just. I just made Instagram pages for every single one of the podcasts. So I'm trying to like before it was all under like the uh, the network, and now I'm trying to branch it out like on Twitter and Instagram for everyone to have their own pages. Um, it's 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 see how that goes out, but yeah. Nice. But yeah, we. Are you
0: drinking one right now? Are I'm not. One? No,
1: unfortunately, I'm not.
0: Um, I, I'm on my second Dos Equis right now. Okay. I'm on my second Dos Equis. I'll I tell was you shopping what.
1: shopping earlier with my girl, and uh, you know
0: when we got back and got everything put away and got sat down, it was nice to crack a crack a brew, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, there, there's a lot of good breweries up in that up in that Harrisburg, Mechanicsburg um area you guys got a lot of good brewers yeah yeah
0: yeah there's um some distilleries out here are serving the delivery the pull-up curbside yeah. service pull up get your vodka bottles and stuff like that which is pretty cool i haven't had to do it yet but a couple friends have took advantage of it let me ask you about that Aunt. can i ask yeah you absolutely a, a question or Sh- sure let me ask you about uh what's the uh you know, what's the vibe like in – you're in Frackville, right? Yeah. What's the vibe like in Frackville with the quarantine and the lockdown situation and everything?
1: We're, we're in a weird spot. Um, I know a lot of people are angry um, because we have a lot of mom-and-pop businesses that are not open. So there's a lot of uh, – it, it's becoming – I guess it's like more worldwide, but it is in our area too. It, it, it's very politically divided. We're 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 uh, so we're we have a lot of people who are like we need to get reopened right away, and then there's some people like no, we should probably stay safe and stay closed. So we have that divide going on right now, and then uh, they, we, they just announced that the county we're in, Schuylkill County, is actually lumped in, uh, considered southeast or south yeah southeast Pennsylvania. So I guess what Governor Wolf's plan is is he's going to open up each. Um, county by a section and unfortunately because we where school county is located where we are we're actually lumped in with philadelphia harrisburg Like so we're a very small coal region community that's now being lumped in with philadelphia harrisburg areas so and Philadelphia has one of the largest counts, so we're not going to open until the city of Philadelphia opens. And a lot of local businesses in our area are like freaking out because you have like Luzerne and Carbon County, which are probably going to open on the 9th, And there are a lot of like a lot of small town yeah. businesses can open next week. And we're stuck in a catac- We're we're a very small town community who relies a lot on small business, and they're not allowed. Right. They're not letting us open because they grouped us in with a major metropolis city. And a lot of people are really upset so- about it.
0: So what's your, what's your thoughts on, um, the
1: fact that we're seeing
0: small mom and pop shops, small businesses, not able to operate when they're providing the same services or products as some of these bigger, you know, stores.
1: Yeah. I, like, I, I think what's it's your gross. personal thoughts on
0: why that's going on?
1: Uh, money, <laughs> money talks. Um, you look at these businesses that can stay open, um, like factories who are selling jeans and t shirts are allowed to stay open. But, you know, it just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just gross to me. Um, I'm, I'm a very, very big supporter and per, uh, person of, of small business. Um, a huge reason why we do, you know, the craft beer scene and, and banging beers is I rather much drive to a, a, a brewery in Harrisburg and buy a beer than go buy a Miller Lite. Because at least the the craft brewery is actually putting craft in their work into their work. It may cost a little more money, but I know I'm supporting my local community. Where Miller Light doesn't do shit for no, me, definitely. you know what I mean. So I, I'm a definitely. very big person of, of supporting local arts, local business, small town business, small like that's, that's that's a huge thing I do on this podcast. I go and I interview those businesses and I interview you know people of music and arts and I just, and and people who have stories to tell. That's that's pretty much the whole premise of this podcast.
0: That's, uh, that brings me back to the point that I almost forgot about is mm-hmm. what I wanted to tell you, man. Um, I feel like at the points where you're not getting the feedback or the viewership that you want to be getting yeah. or whatever your business or your idea is doing, you're not getting it where you want to be. I feel like that's going to separate the successful from the unsuccessful, how you react in those moments. Yeah. Do you keep pushing? Do you stay true to yourself and keep grinding regardless? Mm -hmm. Or do you say, okay, I'm just going to give up because it's not working out right now. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's something I wanted to talk about on this, this conversation to make sure we get out there to whoever's listening because... I don't know. I believe that wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah. Well, where, where I kind of sit mentally is I, I am I am at a, a point where it's like, man, I wish I had a little more feedback. Even if like if someone would just when they listen, just be like, hey, man, I subscribed, or hey, man, I hit that like button, or hey, I, I like the show, I, th- I thought it was a good conversation. Or if they're like, hey, I thought it well, sucked, and you're terrible at what you do. Any feedback is good. But where?
0: Well, what's your goal, though? What's your goal? What for anyone listening right now that doesn't know this, answer this question, like me. What is your goal and yeah. final impact? Say say you pass away in 20 years. What do you want them to remember from you in regards to this venture in particular with the podcast?
1: Uh, I'm going to be honest. I, I really – I don't know when it comes to a goal mindset. Um, just to kind of finish what I was saying real quick because it kind of ties into that is where – where okay. I think, where think, I think what keeps me going and keeps me motivated and positive is when someone does come on the show. Um, not a lot of times they'll be like, "Yo, man! Ever since I was on it, I had an upbeat of subscribers, or I had some people actually check my product out." So where. Maybe oh, I'm not getting the feedback on my end. When someone does come on, they do see a increase in on their end. So that's kind of what my goal attention uh, uh, mm. it is. And then that's what? Dope. And then what I've been really fortunate with is when I say, "Hey, um, you should go to this place and go buy beer because this is where we got it and it's really good and you should try it." The business will turn around and say, "Yo, man, mm-hmm. people actually came in that listened and they they bought beer." Or um when I did my toys for top benefit it it turned out really really well and people are like you know I me mean? so it, it what i'm doing is relate it, it is it is yeah. getting back to what i'm it's eventually yeah it, it, it the focus is definitely getting where i needed to go um so in that aspect i do i do stay calm and i do say you know what i might not be getting it on my end but where i'm pointing my my focus that's where it is going right. so i am positive about that well
0: we'll keep uh Man, you got to keep that in mind at all times then. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, regardless what the numbers are saying, if you know you pointed one or two customers or had one listener that, you know, went to one of these businesses or suggestions you're making, then that's impact. Yeah. That's the definition of impact. Yeah. I'm very, awesome, I'm very, man. I'm very, I'm awesome. very fortunate,
1: man. Like, like I said, I do five different shows. I just started my fifth one last week. So it's on episode number two. But uh, so far with the other episode, the other shows I've done, um, I've done stuff that I never thought I'd ever, ever experienced. Like, I've, I've, set up this podcast and done it in some insane venues like I set up in I set up in Hmac 3 times I set up in a local theater arts theater in Pottsville I've set up in people's houses like I've I've experienced a lot of really really cool things I've ran my own music festival I did a toys for top benefit I'm getting invited to wrestling shows to meet people and do interviews that's awesome. and like so just so like I'm getting invited to breweries where I've set up my podcast inside of a brewery and 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 talk to people like so I'm very fortunate yes. of some of the people I met and that's pretty much I guess if you say that's my goal I really enjoy meeting people I don't know and having genuine conversations with them. So I, every single time I hit record, I am hitting my goals. Um, if I become rich, fame, awesome, if, if rich, if fame and fortune and everything comes with it, then cool. But that's not my, I guess, my target. My target is just to, to keep, like, I don't know, just to keep talking to people and yes. spreading conversation and letting people know that they can resolve things by just talking to one another and let, and, and finding it out serves. that that we're all we're all we're all same you know i mean we might have different views yeah. but we, we all boil down to the same thing it
0: sounds like like me you get satisfaction off of impacting others yeah somehow some way so yeah man, man that's
1: first time i did that toys awesome. for todd thing i didn't realize how much of an impact you can make just doing something so small and uh Dude, I left that I left that facility after we dropped off the box of the toys and dropped off a bunch of money Yo, I cried I bawled my eyes out I was like holy crap like it it to, to see what like how much help is needed in your local community and a lot of people don't even realize the impact it's 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 uh it's very powerful
0: very you could take 10 20 minutes and do something that's so impactful to someone else yeah you know, uh, I do
1: that. Uh, I do
0: that all the time. Sometimes we'll just decide and go uh, buy ten pizzas from Little Caesars. Shout to Little Caesars. They always hook blessed and appreciative up with a good deal for ten pizzas because they know we're taking them to the homeless. And we'll do that multiple times throughout the year. Yeah. And every time I do that, it just it feels good. Like it feels good to know you fed somebody that wasn't expecting that meal to come from your direction that night.
1: Yeah. Like
0: just stuff like that throughout life, you can think of a million ways to do something little that might impact somebody else's life more than you know. Yeah, and I feel like that's part of the riches of life. Mm-hmm. You know, the feelings that you get from that.
1: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Yeah, man, this is uh, this is an awesome, convo. I appreciate you taking the time and even want to have me on your uh, your channel, bro.
1: No, man, I I. I've... I don't want to sound like a creeper or a stalker, but but I I definitely follow what you do. And ever since I met you and I just been very impressed and very, uh, uh, I I like what you're doing, man. Like I said, I like your circle. I like the people around you. I, I don't know. I don't really, I mean, I, I know you, I guess a little more personally than normal because we had some good conversations, but like, I just think everything you're doing, man, yeah. is, is, is you're doing it the right way. I, I respect, I respect, I respect your your hustle, your grind, and I also respect your like your your give back, how you're said with the charity and stuff. And it just seems like you have all real good people around you.
0: Well, it's you know, as far as the people around me part, I'm blessed to have a couple of great people. But sadly, the past couple of years, you know, behind the scenes, I've lost a couple of close people to me. Just. You know how life goes. You Mm -hmm. see certain colors. You see certain colors of people when certain situations happen that you didn't know existed in them. Yeah. And you got to kind of separate and go your own way. But um, I definitely appreciate you noticing the good people and the good, you know, positive circle of folks that I do have around me constantly. And I'm appreciative of them, too.
1: I feel like real people um, you you kinda get the same thing that that, that uh, you know, that were people who people wanna be attached to you because of your positivity and I, I think you just you, you put out that aura and that that, that 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 uh that light and people are like, you know what, I I wanna I wanna surround myself with that. You know what I mean? I think I think there's there's not many people in the world like that and I think you definitely are one of those people.
0: Damn, that means a lot, man. You yeah. gonna make me get emotional over here. <laughs> no, I'm just. I, I
1: but... think you, I, you, you carry yourself very well, man. Not many people are gonna go out of their way to go deliver pizza, like pizzas to the homeless. Not many people are gonna use their craft for the for for the good, man. I just, I like I said, like your family, your family structure. You know, you and your girl. I just feel like you have a lot of really good things going for yourself, and just keep keep grinding and keep doing what you're doing, man. The sky's the limit for you.
0: Thank you, man. Same to you, Anth. I appreciate it, and. Uh... Yeah, I feel like we could keep talking for hours, but, uh, yeah. you know, we could always do it again. We could always do it again. 100%. In the future. I would love to
1: Once this blows to get over bang to... Beers. Nice, I yeah. want to get
0: on that Banging Beers one, and we could bang some beers <laughs> and, you know, have some fun and talk on there. And, uh, you know, thanks to anybody that happens to listen to this. You know, they can find all my work at Vito DiPiro on all platforms and uh, type in Blessed and Appreciative if you want to find out about how we give back to the community.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, once this all blows over, man, we'll get together. We'll hang out. I'll come see a show, um, and, and we'll, we'll we'll do some yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I
0: hope I can get some dates. I had the three dates we would have had. We would have did a chameleon club again and a couple nights at uh, – at this place called Shady's in Harrisburg, but uh, as everybody else is going through the loss of income due to not being able to have events, you know, I am too. Yeah. What about you? As far as work-wise, with that, are you working right now? Before we, before I was we,
1: uh, I was laid off for out? I was laid off for a couple of weeks. Um, I actually go back to work tomorrow. I, I go back. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna work from home for the time being. Uh, my hours change up a little bit, which kind of sucks, and I gotta I lose my weekends. So, uh, so, the last couple of weeks I really I'm really uh, fortunate that I was grinding away. So, what I do, what I've been doing is I've been building up a big backlog of episodes. So, in case I, I don't know why, maybe it was just <sighs> intuition, but I always try to record a bunch now, so I always have something to put out on a Monday. Um, so, you're you're actually episode seventy six. I'm releasing episode twenty uh, sixty three on Monday. So. I, you know, I mean, you're a little bit down the pipeline, um, but the uh, I was able That's to get cool. I was able to get all this in. So now I'm going back to work. I can kind of take that that time to reassess myself, change my work hours up a little bit and focus on on that and uh, not have one less thing to kind of to kind of do because I have a, a pretty big backlog of uh, of content. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been staying busy. Um, one of those things i you know when people since this quarantine you can you can sit at home and rest which is fine or you can keep grinding or learn something new or try to better yourself in some way so i'm glad i stayed a little bit a bit bu- stayed busy
0: yeah you got to keep you got to keep grinding and try to be creative yeah. my girl got me doing yoga with the youtubers in the living room you know, <laughs> i actually have a yoga dvd i'm sure i have
1: to start it up again i got that ddp <laughs> yoga
0: I I appreciate people that can do yoga so much more now cuz yeah. I cannot do that. My body is not flexible in those ways. And now <laughs> I realize how strong you got to be to do it and I used to, you know, I used to clown on the yoga thinking it was just like, you know, for people that wanted to burn incense and do weird stretches.
1: Yeah, the DDP uh, yoga is crazy, man. <laughs> the resistance to it is insane. I I did it for like what 2 weeks. What are you weeks. saying?
0: What's it called? The DDP, what kind of
1: yoga. DDP yoga. It was it's the yoga designed by an old yeah. professional wrestler. But yo, it, it like, I'll send you a video of what the video I watched that like made me go buy it. Like, there's this guy who who was a parachuter for the um, for the military, and just from doing jumps and jumps and jumps, he pretty much destroyed his ankles, destroyed his knees, destroyed his back. To the point where, like, they're like, "You'll never walk unassisted again, your entire life."
0: Hold on, you're talking about Diamond Dallas. Page? Yes,
1: yes, DDP yoga. Well, I was
0: thinking about DDP over here. I'm like, hold on, I used to watch WWE.
1: <laughs> His yoga is insane, man. It's I, I did it for I, I, I kind of got caught up with the podcast and I stopped doing it, but I did it for like a week. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I didn't, I never thought. I would be. I would feel it like that. Like just kind of growing up being an athlete and playing basketball and football and soccer. I'm like, yo, there's no work. There's no yoga in the world that's gonna make me feel like I did a workout. And boy, is I wrong.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was too. And my girl is showing me that these past couple weeks during quarantine and just on a complete out of the. From the side note, wrestlers and rappers are a lot alike. You said that like we first started talking. Yeah, and there's so many similarities between the two because
1: mm-hmm. a lot of people think a lot of people a lot well a lot of rappers try to portray themselves as real and that's that's cool but there are rappers who are a gimmick even though they don't realize they are <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and some people play yeah. the heel some people play the good guy <laughs> it, 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 you know what i mean it's just you know and yeah it,
0: it's like i'm i am i'm doug i'm doug rao jr that's me that's my government name yeah and vito de is who i am as an artist and i'm still trying to like draw the line or is there two of me is this the same person just saying a different name when yeah. he is in a different situation i'm still questioning that to this day like i really i don't know yeah but i, I know i'm both of them i know that but i don't know <laughs> like
1: the <laughs> Well, listen, man. You know I, I don't you know? want to keep you super long, uh, but I do really appreciate oh, the conversation. So cool, I appreciate it too. Send me over all your links, and we'll put them in the in the comments below, so people can go and follow you. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll end with uh, we'll end with the same way we came in. We'll we'll do a little bit of your song, uh, "Bring the Best Out," which I think you do. I think you bring the best out of yourself, and I think you bring the best out of others. So definitely keep doing what you're doing. Um, and I appreciate the time. And once this all blows over, man, we got to hang out.
0: Yes, sir. Anytime you're in around Harrisburg area, you know, let me know and we'll definitely have one, have a brew or two somewhere and chop it up.
1: All right, man. Take it easy. All
0: right, and thank you.
1: That'll do it for interviews with Everyday People. We'll see you guys next time. And uh, and we're out. Here's some veto.
0: Can they invest now. Nah, home. I'm rocking with who believed in me. We ain't got a flip. We could make this legally. Ask me how I got to this point, I'm earning it If it ain't about making progress, I ain't concerned with it I got florenza in my heart, flowing through my veins If she wasn't present, I would probably go insane You're gonna bring the best out Sometimes it takes the worst to bring the best out You're gonna bring the best out You're gonna bring the best out of me You're gonna bring the best out Worst to bring the best out
1: You're gonna bring the best out You're gonna bring bring the best. best up